let me talk to you guys about relationships because I was thinking of a podcast topic and I thought, okay, what would young Seema need to hear? You know, like what would I have needed to hear maybe like four years ago or something, right? And it is this, okay? Everything that I'm going to discuss with you guys in this podcast. So if you're someone that is into relationships, if you're in a relationship, if you care about relationships or if you have just ended one or what have you, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. I hope you enjoy. So when it comes to relationships, one thing that is really important that I feel like we can all agree on is the fact that your relationship with yourself determines the relationship with everyone else around you, okay? And especially when it comes to romantic relationships because the relationship that you have with yourself is going to get very, very much uncovered in the romantic dealings that you have, right? Your unhealed issues or, you know, anything that you hold within yourself that may be harming yourself will be brought out in that romantic relationship because in a romantic relationship, two people get very close, right? They get close enough that sometimes they even start looking like each other. That's when you know that you've really spent a lot of time with someone or, you know, they get so close that you start acting or talking like one another as well, right? Oof. (laughs) I don't know about that, but yeah, you know. So whatever you have within yourself that like is not worked on or healed, you can expect for it to come up in a romantic relationship. That is why a lot of couples deal with issues like jealousy or insecurity, right? Or lack of trust. Because when you don't trust someone else, when you don't trust your significant other, what it really is is a reflection of a lack of trust that you have within yourself, right? Because you don't trust who you're dealing with. So you don't trust yourself to make decisions on who to pick as a partner, right? So if you don't trust your partner, it's really just a reflection of the fact that you don't fully trust yourself and, you know, how you view the entire situation as a whole. Or even how you view yourself, right? You may not even know yourself fully. Because if somebody is jealous in a relationship, um, they feel as though maybe what they have to to bring to the table is not enough. This is the entire definition of jealousy, feeling less than, right? Comparison, right? feeling insecure and why this is not only unnecessary but it you know is actually a huge indicator that there is a deeper issue is that if you are bringing jealousy to your relationship and let's say like you don't want your partner to do xyz or see xyz or even talk to xyz or what have you um you know you have an inherent need to control them in some way because you feel like you cannot control yourself and your own emotions, okay? And there's truly no need to be jealous if you knew yourself, right? If you knew yourself and what you had to bring to the table and who you are as a person, you would not be jealous. If you truly felt pretty or whatever or, like, worthy of X, Y, Z, you would not feel jealous, right? So then why are you you know, like, why are you in a relationship if you're not ready to be in a relationship, right? Because a relationship should be productive instead of destructive. It should be constructive. It should be creative, right? It shouldn't be detractive, right? And if you're, if you're spending time in your relationship being jealous or feeling jealous or your partner is doing that or there are, you know, conversations that come up around jealousy or 
any any other negative emotion really then you can use the relationship as a means to learn about yourself more and then do the work to heal right but if you're not doing the inner work to heal you're wasting your time and you're wasting the other person's time in the relationship and you're going to keep going in circles and it's not going to be pretty for either one of you and it's going to end badly maybe you know depending on who you are i'm unsure but it's going to be more painful you know than progressive so relationships are amazing because they teach you about yourself about the relationship that you have with yourself and about how you can heal further inwardly so that the relationship with yourself that you have can strengthen and it can grow because relationships are mirrors to the relationship that we have with ourselves. that's it right but again if you're not doing the inner work to heal then you know then what are you doing right so Seema how does one do the inner work to heal issues of jealousy in a relationship you need to understand who you are you need to become so in touch and in tune with yourself and so secure with yourself that no one else's actions can threaten you and take your power away. Your true inner power, which is just love, right? Which is just true, unconditional self-love. Love for self, right? Capital S, right? Because when you're jealous or when you're upset that your partner is doing something or what have you, you're giving your power away. You're giving your love away. Your self-love away. You are harming yourself. It's self-harm, really. And a lot of people who have not grown out of, you know, maybe masochistic tendencies, they appreciate and enjoy self-harming themselves. And they stay in self-destructive destructive situations because they don't know anything different. And they'll continuously self-harm until it almost destroys them. And then... They'll realize, oh, okay, I actually need to get out of this, you know. That's the thing about us human beings. We're stubborn and we drive ourselves to breaking points because we don't want to do the inner work until we absolutely have to. It's, it's not always that we're lazy, you know. Often it's just that we may not even know how to do the inner work. We may not have guidance. We may not have people that, you know, know this stuff either. I know I didn't. My parents are beautiful, amazing individuals, right? To me, they're like gods. But they have never taught me about healing. They never could teach me about healing because they didn't know about healing. So I had to learn myself. I had to be self-taught and learn how to heal myself. And it took years. And that is why I'm here and you're listening to me right now because I'm here to tell you how to do it so hopefully it takes you less time than it did for me. If you're in a relationship and you are doing the inner work and you are spending time with yourself and you are writing and journaling all the time the things that make you you and you are allowing yourself to be to be drowned in self-love in the relationship then you know you'll see that the jealousy dwindles you'll see that the issues in the relationship begin to dwindle because you've become more in tune and in touch with yourself. The relationship that you have with your significant other is teaching you about the relationship that you have with yourself. And you are growing in that. And you are uncovering more about yourself through that. But if you are not, if you are not getting in tune with yourself, right, 
if you are projecting in the relationship, right? If you're projecting your insecurities and allowing the insecurities of your partner to feed your ego or what have you, then you shouldn't even be in that relationship for your sake and for the sake of the other individual. So this is what people need to realize. And when it comes to, like, I'm a girl, right? So I know all about this. I know all about, like, jealousy and, like, I mean, that has nothing to do with me being a girl, but I'm saying more so in the framework of, like, beauty, right? Like, oh, I'm not pretty enough compared to X, Y, Z, or, like, oh, you know, what if my partner finds X, Y, Z more whatever, right? Like, I've been through that myself, right? So I can tell you right now that truly, 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 honestly, okay, if you were to ask me, right, honestly, I did not feel beautiful or I did not feel pretty or, you know, all those things. I didn't feel like a goddess, really, until I was single. (laughs) Like, really, until I... I promised myself that I just wouldn't date for a while, and I didn't. And that was when I was able to find my beauty, guys. You know? And then I also remember, like, before I started dating is when I thought I was very pretty as well. And it showed, because what you think of yourself will manifest in your physical appearance as well. This is just, you know, this is obvious. Right? The mind creates the body. And the mind, the mental framework, and the subconscious mind as well creates the physicality, right? This is explored, I think, I think, I think in the Srimad Bhagavatam, I think. It talks about gunas and the qualities of the mind and how that affects karmas and the the karmic body that we, uh, that we gain as well. So, so the mind creates the body. The mind also creates the sicknesses of the body and the health of the body. It's all found in the mind. That's why, you know, (laughs) during final season, like, in college, I, you know, I obviously could see it in my face. You could see it in someone's face when they're stressed out. You could see it in, you know, in their health, right? Like, some prime examples. I'll just digress for two seconds. Some prime examples of sicknesses that relate to the mind that people do not know about. Arthritis is a big one. If you have arthritis or if you have rheumatoid arthritis or if you are in the developing stages or what have you, it is an inflammation of the joints, right? So what does that mean? Trace it back. Do some reverse engineering. If you have inflammation in your joints, that means you're holding on to things that are not serving you, right? This is not abstract emotions affect the body this is scientific this is not anything other than factual and people need to know this right if you have um, some ailment in your body you can trace it back to something that you may have been holding on to for a long time I knew a woman who had cancer, and she, you know, had, I think it was breast cancer, and, you know, it was because she had been holding on too tightly to some resentment that it created a growth near the heart, 
because her heart had been affected. And it was some resentment towards one of her parents who had passed away, so she obviously could not make peace with that. These things must be reverse engineered so you can learn how to heal yourself. Right? And it's the same thing, you know, with physicality and health. Beauty and health are synonymous. Don't strive to be beautiful. Strive to be healthy. And beauty will come as a byproduct of that. But if you strive to be beautiful, which is fine, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you keep chasing it, though, that's the problem. If you never actually get there, you're going to keep, you know, attempting to to be beautiful. You're going to get all these fillers. You know, you're going to spend a lot of money on on anything that, you know, you can find that, you know, makes you beautiful or what have you. But it's not going to show. It's not going to show when people look at you. It's not going to radiate because it won't come from within. It's like, it's like if something was like dying on, on the inside, you know, hypothetically speaking, because mental illness is degradation of the, of the mind, really, right? Mental upset, right? Emotional upset, degradation of, you know, the organs slowly, right? And if you try to paint on top of it, it's not going to, it's not going to cover it up, Right? So back to my personal example, I did not feel beautiful until I found beauty within myself. You know, through my relationship with God personally, right? Then I really discovered who I am. Wow, I'm a dope soul. I'm a beautiful soul. I am Krishna's child and best friend and lover, right? Like, that's me. That's my truth. And I didn't realize that until I, you know, developed a relationship with God. And I stopped looking for relationships outside of me. And I started finding one within me. And it is the one. It is the one that will bring all the, the bliss and, and contentment. Personal contentment that one could ever ask for. And then suddenly I didn't need people outside of me to tell me that I was beautiful. Because I knew I was. So I want you guys to get to that level. That you feel you are. Right? And now... Even now, you know, like I look in the mirror and I look into my eyes. I don't spend time scrutinizing, you know, the faculties of the body, which will change over time anyway. Because what's the point? I don't have time to do that. We don't have time here to do that. We don't have that much time, guys, as being in these bodies. We don't. So I look into my own eyes and I see, I see God, (laughs) I see the entire cosmos that is God and beyond. That is what you need to look into. And let me tell you something. As you find your beauty, your beauty will also change. You will change. You'll become more beautiful as you see beauty more within yourself because what we focus on grows. Your eye color will change. Your body will change. Your face will change. Your facial structure. I mean, completely, you will become a different person the more you you feel beautiful and the more that you go down this path of discovering inner beauty and inner contentment. And then you won't feel jealous (laughs) because it'll be so outside your realm of emotionality. It'll be so outside your realm of, you know, thinking anyway, even, right? That, like, you'll be freed from that. And I want you guys to be freed from that. 
because there's no point of it. You know, there's no point to it. There's no point in in comparison or jealousy or what have you. Again, I told you, right? If you're in a relationship and if that's all you guys are doing and if you're scintillating back and forth between all these various issues, get out of the relationship. If it's not helping you cultivate more of a relationship with yourself, get out of the relationship. Because if it's not constructive, it's destructive. Remember that. Remember what I'm telling you. If it's not a liability, if it's not an asset, it's a liability. You can't have like a middle point. There's no middle point. You know, it's it's A or B. When it comes to this kind of stuff. And you'll know. People know. People know and they still choose things that are bad for them until it gets really, really bad for them. And then they're forced to change. You'll know. If your friend is not good for you. If your partner is not good for you personally. You'll know. And it doesn't mean that they're anything. It just means that you guys are on two different paths. And two different journeys. And acknowledge and honor the time that was spent there with them. Because... It is sacred as well, right? And then continue on your journey. That's it. You don't need to have any drama. You don't need to hold any ill feelings towards yourself or them. You don't need to compare. I mean, it's simple. You don't need to do any of that kind of stuff. Have enough respect for yourself that you can honor every single situation or relationship or or friendship that you've been in. And keep it pushing, (laughs) you know, towards more personal self-growth and self-development. Because this is how to gain prosperity, true prosperity. By finding that love within yourself. Then all of a sudden you'll have beauty, you'll have wealth, you'll have time, you'll have freedom, you'll have mental freedom, you'll have, you know, you'll be so close with your soul. You'll be so close to God. You'll feel always protected. You'll know you're protected. No matter how difficult this life is, because it is very difficult. This life is very hard. If you think that being in a relationship or having a partner can take away a lot of that sorrow, you know, you'll still, I have news for you, you know what I mean? Like, we still have to go through things alone. You were born individually in the womb, right? Even if you're a twin, you were born, you know, you had your own passage out of there too you have to take birth you have your own separate body you have your own separate soul your soul is your dominion your soul is what you have dominion over it is you it is your dominion actually it is you so preserve it preserve it by feeding it feed your soul true unconditional love feed it what it needs it needs a relationship with god with your creator with source Your soul can't be happy with lip fillers (laughs) or, like, whatever, money, right, or or whatever, right? Even a relationship your soul cannot be happy with, right, or an external relationship. Only when it develops and recognizes and realizes its own relationship with itself, its true self, capital S-E-L-F, right, with God, then it'll be happy. Then it'll be content. Do it, I promise you. If you want true bliss, if you want true contentment, true satisfaction, feed your soul. And then everything else will come, okay? Like everything, the friendships, the, the love, the well, anything that you want. And you'll be 
it's like beyond anything tangible it, the wealth the the prosperity is beyond anything that you can imagine because it's not even physical it's spiritual wealth and this is wealth that transcends over lifetimes it doesn't just die when the body dies it maintains its duration lifetime after lifetime because it is embedded within the soul it is now the blueprint of the soul soul growth is the reason why we're here don't forget that you know our soul is here to learn lessons and to grow these lessons are not going to be pretty it's not blissful you know to go through lessons and learn and to do the inner work and to stop being jealous because you need to now find yourself it's not easy guys but is it worth it hey it's all you have it's the point it's the whole point of being here even right but like animals and and ducks and waterfowl and you know all these guys like they can't do that so they're stuck a little bit they're under the laws of karma instead of being able to transcend the laws of karma they're stuck underneath them they have to take the the birth you know of a bird and in their next life there'll probably be a worm that they ate in this lifetime see how how it goes it's cyclical right karma is cyclical it's just the nature of causation and effect and the causation that comes from the effect again and then you know so on and so forth it's a cycle so we are human beings though we can break free of that cycle how Sima how do you break free of the cycle of birth and death how do you break free of karma by finding yourself by securing that relationship with your soul and simultaneously with God and by living in it, by meditating in it, by staying there. It's one thing to get there. A lot of people have reported amazing, like, um, what is it? Amazing experiences, right? Like psychic experiences or like even like being able to see God and what have you, near-death experiences. That's amazing, but stay there. Because you don't want to lose that. And stay there to the point of being able to be so well-versed in being able to stay there that you can take that existence, you know, your, your 5D, 7D, 8D existence, and integrate it into this third three-dimensional reality. And speak with it, use it to teach, to love, to share, to give, to serve. Because that's what we're here to do. Under the... Under the influence of that relationship with God and and self simultaneously okay and that is what I teach and that is what I do and that is what I'm here to do and that is what I'm here to encourage you to do and I love you and I hope you enjoy this podcast let me know what you thought about it in the comments if you can comment and leave a review I would very very much appreciate it thank you so much and I'll talk to you in the next one peace